Peace, peace, peace. Ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of 99 Pod. It's not 1999 anymore podcast. And you know what we do on this show. We do it all the time. And you know, it's been a couple of days since we last recorded a show. And uh, we was actually supposed to get an episode in on Thursday. But things happened. You know, things got pushed back. And now we are trying to make that episode up today. And technical difficulties before we got on the show. That's why we're a little late. But man, we are here right now. And that's the most important thing. So won't you hit that like and subscribe button right now to get the notifications that we're going to have coming your way. Okay, we are talking the NFL lynching season that's happening right now. We are talking the NBA that's about to be the playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, playoffs. We're going to talk about that. Okay, we got some boxing UFC stuff that's going to be happening as well. We're going to get you that. We got March Madness, okay? Or should I say March Sadness? Because a lot of people going to be crying tears when they team lose and they get bounced, okay? Because it's one and done. Let's have some fun. It's about to go down. And I got a cast. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, because we coming right now. I mean, you saw the do the right thing clip over there, okay? Um, Somebody need to do the right thing. And somebody need to call up John Morant and tell this brother to do the right thing, okay, before it's too late. But nevertheless, I got guests here on the show. And before I introduce those guests, I'm going to pass over the mic to my co-host, Zay, in the building. Zay, what's going on? How's the vibes looking like? Hey, man, you know it's always a good vibe, always uh, in paradise. I can never complain. Uh, It's been a great start of the weekend thus far. Um, we still almost there. You know, I hope everyone is having a great night listening to the show. And um, it's going to be fireworks tonight. Hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. And, okay, time to introduce the guest. So, first up, I'm going to introduce our correspondent on the show and friend of the show. And she um, does a collaboration with us. You know, we're going to do more of those collaborations in the future. I'm going to introduce the one and only Shaw Michelle. Shaw, what's going on? What's up, people? Thank you for having me again, you guys, Zay and, and Ja. And Aunt, what's up? What's good over there on my left? You know, I just want to go on to say before we get this hot topic spilled, because it is the little Stradamus hours, you know, I want to I wanna say that that was real nice of you to say, you know, we're fashionably late. We weren't running late. We were fashionably late because you got a supermodel on the show, right? So let's just go with the fashionably late side. <laughs> It was my fault, guys. Just kidding. It was my fault. But I'm so excited to be here. We got some hot stuff to talk about with my actual, you know, one of my favorite, favorite uh, on the court personalities. And off the court, we're going to see if this personality catches up with that fuego that he brings on the court. So I'm here for it. Thanks for having me on in advance. 
Thank you for coming on and thank you for being the one to say, you know, you was late. You know, I don't get that thrown on me. You know what I'm saying? Judge, I ain't do it. It wasn't me. I know, but, how um, take, I know how to take over when I when I mess up. I know how to nah, do I it. feel you. Ownership is key, man. Accountability is key. You know, we got it. We got it. We here. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to pass over the mic to my guy, okay? Big bro. You know, he co-hosts the show. I'm going to let him plug himself in. The one and only Anthony Jones in the building. And what's going on, my guy? What's going on, man? I appreciate y'all having me back. I'll be enjoying myself. You know what I'm saying? This is this is like this is like when and, and when I go to Miami, this is my, my getaway show. This is my favorite show to get away to. So I appreciate y'all. Um make sure y'all still rocking with us on Thursday nights, 8 to 9 p.m. on Verizon 43 in New York City. And if you're not, all you gotta do is go to realfansrealtalk.com and you can watch us from anywhere in the world. Make sure you tap into that, man, because it's going down over there as well. And I appreciate everybody coming on the show because we got to address the elephant in the room right now. We might as well get right into it because, um, you know, the NBA, excuse me, Grizzlies, John Morant was suspended at least two games by the Grizzlies, not the NBA yet, by the Grizzlies after Instagram video appearing to show a gun. This comes after a couple off the court antics that has been going on as far as violence with John Morant. So what should we make of John Morant's off-the-court antics? And, um, you know, and if you want to kick us off, and Shaw, you could pick it up right after, by all means. Sure. Um, I, I, you know what? I think it's a, a situation where I think, I think right now John Morant is trying to prove that he's not Papa Doc, that he didn't go to Cranbrook, he didn't go to a private school. Um, I, think, I think he got some, 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 some issues going on right now. Um, but whoever's on his team, they got to sit him down and have a serious conversation with him. Um, you, you about to throw away the bag. We've seen, um, you know, we see a lot of athletes start losing endorsements, um, start, start losing deals, start losing contracts. So I think somebody in his inner circle, um, needs to have a serious conversation with him and let him know, like, bro, this ain't it. You, you about to go down a, a serious path where, it's it's hard for anybody to to jump out of these type of holes, but it's especially hard for black and brown people to jump out of these holes once we dig ourselves that deep. And way he's going right now with the with the IG video, with the accusations, um, you know, from that from that minor and and him uh, allegedly assaulting him and flashing a gun on him. You mentioned a couple of other instances, uh, Lil. Um, but yeah, somebody got to sit down with that young man and have and have a, a real conversation with him and let him know where he, where he can go and where he's headed. I'm gonna agree. I'm going to agree that there are some conversations that need to happen with my guy, the Eagle that flies out there on the court, John Morant. Listen, John Morant, and I'm gonna go with the investigative vibe because that's. Uh, primarily why I'm here. And I'm going to say these events happen one after the other, after the other. And apparently one of the events was with a 17 year old kid that was at his house shooting hoops. He got mad because probably John flew up over the dude's head, dunked on him. The ball might've bounced off the, the young man's head. And then young man grabs the ball and then bounced it off John Morant's head. That's what I had read. Right. So I read that in the article. So my investigative eyes tells me that, John needs anger management classes at minimal. Okay. At very minimal. And here's why, because if that, that can't be the catalyst that triggered the, the, the events to follow, right? The mall cop event followed that. 
where he was at the mall and maybe he was like, you know what, John, I saw your game last week and you didn't fly as hard as you did the previous. And he was like, I got this gun that's going to fly up your, you know what I mean? So then he did that. And then another event where he's on IG and he forgets he has a gun. First of all, John Morant is a gun rights activist and he's working for the NRP or whatever, the National Rifle Association. And, and, and that's, that might be what he's doing because that's, that's to me what this mark, his marketing right now has turned into firearms. Okay, but that's just my investigative eye talking. I think that job might need to slow down, take inventory that he is the man out there on the court. He has a lot of skills. People come to play, pay to see him perform and little tips at home with, with you know, teenagers and basketballs fly at your head can make you lose a career. It's time to sit down, like you said, get off of all the social medias because a lot of times these kids don't realize social media is an eye in the sky. It's dang near uh, an FBI agent. Stop. Learn from this mistake, Ja. Shut your social media. Normally, he does a good job at keeping his social media quiet. I noticed that Ja Morant has his comment sections only available to the people he follows. He does a really specific job when he has a live that comes on. He doesn't allow people to just time in, chime in and type on his live, only people he follows. So he keeps, and it seems like he keeps an eye on his personal space. The only problem with that is, is that when you get to a level, you have to have, you have to have people who are around you to handle that business so that you don't need to brandish a firearm for little reasons like a pickup game or a mall cop because at that point it looks horny absolutely zay you can go and uh you know go after you um you know i think what we make of john Morant's um off-court antics is that he doesn't understand uh, the caliber of star that he is in america the you not even america the inter just international players all around the world he doesn't understand the level of impact he's shown with these last couple of reports, you know, the first one was the Pacers team about he had people around him pointing lasers at, at people that went to the, uh, to the Indiana Pacers owner or GM. And they, they reached out and sent out, you know, to the powers that be to investigate, you know, then the report comes out with the, with the minor in, the incident with him and a minor, or I guess re came out again because apparently this incident happened months ago and they got it resurfaced. Um, he had the incident with him and Shannon Sharp. Um, when Shannon Sharp wasn't wrong, you know, he was, he was shouting back and forth, but John Morant, um, you know, sh showcasing his, his toughness, his grit. Um, he's a competitor at the end of the day, but what he showcased on the court was definitely what was definitely the start of the fire that has led us to this very moment. Um, he has to understand that he's the breadwinner, you know, he, not only his family, the people he keeps around, he is the guy that he's probably supporting many people. And he has to understand brandishing a weapon, even if it is an open carry estate. Brandishing a weapon on Instagram Live is not a, a role model-esque kind of thing, especially when you um half naked in a strip club. That's not a, what, what fans want to see, especially when you got little kids that's probably staying up watching on John Morant or follow John Morant, whatever he does. As soon as he goes on Instagram Live, people get notifications that just pop up so they can join it immediately, be the first one to see it. And maybe some kid just saw it and right there, you know. um, It could definitely hurt his stock. Not right now because he just signed a $200 million contract. But down the line, you're talking about money down the line, sponsorship deals. Um, we're talking about um, being able to, to renegotiate a contract maybe down the line four or five years ago, five, four or five years from now, where he's uh, wants max dollars, wants max money. But now they hit him with a treatment that we're probably we've probably seen recently. Um, you know, I think everyone here knows Kyrie Irving. 
what he's been through his last couple seasons. Um, you know, and it, these situations are not similar, but the negotiations would be very similar because they'll say your off-court antics are costing us money. Yeah. And that is what something that John Morant needs to understand that if he wants to continue making top dollar, continue being the big marketing dog that he is and making the most money possible out of playing a game that he loves, you have to play by the rules. And unfortunately, brandishing a weapon in a strip club is not playing by the rules because the NBA has put you as one of the poster boys, poster childs in the NBA. You're one of the young bucks, young kids that's thriving in the league, very talented, um, and they want to give you top dollar only if you play by the rules because of how talented you are. And I think that's something that John Morant needs to learn. I think right now he doesn't understand the magnitude of his impact. But I think everything that's happening recently, he's starting to realize, oh, crap, I'm way, this is way bigger than a game of basketball. This is about an image, and I need to pertain to this particular image. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I think for me, when you talk about Kyrie Irving and the comparison there, you know, the NBA suspended Kyrie Irving for eight games. And the Grizzlies made the suspension here, and it's two games. And you talk about the different infractions, right? One was a social media post about a movie, a link to a movie that um could have been good for black people, may have been bad for Jewish people, and he got suspended, you know, for that, you know. And um, there was no really good reasoning behind that. Like, you know, Adam Silver met with him. He's not anti-Semitic, but, yeah, he's still suspended. But you have a guy that's out here, you know – um making the NBA look bad from an image standpoint, you know, from a physical standpoint, and yet he only gets two games. So, you know, um, they Nike, right, they moved on from Kyrie Irving um, and made John Morant the poster boy. And now you talk about this. So sometimes the grass ain't always greener on the other side. And that's why, you know, you have to stand to your to what you believe in, you know, um, if you're Kyrie Irving, because at the end of the day, they may come calling you back because of John Morant and his antics, right? So that's how life works. That's why you always got to play the game. And um, see the game through. Don't give up, right? When you know how the game is going to end, you can win the game because you know how it's going to end. So Kyrie Irving, you're going to be good money, bro. But anyway, for me, when you talk about John Morant specifically, one thing I hate in life, especially more than wasted food, is wasted talent. That's what I hate to see, you know, because um, there's so many examples, right? Aaron Hernandez, my guy, played for my Patriots, right? I remember this cat. I said this cat was going to be better than Gronkowski, right? And I really thought he was headed that way. He just won a Super Bowl. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Just got a contract. And he doing some dumb stuff. Okay, he gets locked away for, you know, being a mafia member on, on Mondays while he playing football on Sundays. Can't make this up, bro. Talent going to waste in a cell. Now he's not even here no more. Okay? Um, Henry Ruggs is another guy. And I don't have no ties to the Raiders, right? I don't. I'm not a hater, but I don't rock with the Raiders. But when he got in trouble, when, you know, he had that car accident, you know, speeding, you know, drunk and all that. I said to myself, damn, that really bothered me because he had potential to be a guy that's going to get his second contract and be highly paid. He had talent on the football field. And I'm saying to myself, I don't really think he meant to hurt somebody, but the decision that he made is something that he's going to regret for the rest of his life. Okay. And now we get to John Moran. You talk about the, you know, the little incidents that happened um, prior to, you know, us talking on the show. And then I watched the All-Star press conference. This guy's higher than a UFO. This guy's higher than a UFO. You know, like that's unprofessional at the highest of levels. Now, I say that to say I don't want to cap this guy's ceiling as a human being. I don't want to cap his ceiling. He can grow, right? But at the same time, we have to hold these guys accountable because we care for them. 
when we hold you accountable, it's not because we coming from a place of animosity. We want to see you fail. No, we want to see you prevail because we know on the court, you have a immense talent. You're a box office. You are one of the most fun players to watch. And you are a poster boy for the NBA. So we want to see you live through that and be able to be successful. But if you keep getting into the street and, and trying to be this thug that you're not, it's going to end not good. You know, Tupac, another example, right? You want to go to hip hop? Tupac, remember Tupac Shakur? Like, I'm going to call a spade a spade. He died because he was doing something he was supposed to do. And this guy could have been the Malcolm X of the generation, right? So much talent, and he's not here. So I say that to say I just don't want to see this talent go to waste, and I'm going to leave it there. So I'm going to pass it to you. No, I, I was like, you you got me you got me thinking. It sparked my, my interest. Like, you know, he's 23 years old, okay? At 23, I'm thinking I was graduating from university. I kind of had an idea. So I don't want to give excuses to people who should have an idea, especially when they have a lot of influence, like like uh, Zay said, a lot of influence, a lot of power, a lot of people watching. You have to understand when you have that much influence and you have that much power, you can click on a video. Just all you have to do is press power and you have millions of people that is that are watching you. It's not just you and your homies. Now, although he may have, like I mentioned before, he may have his comment section turned off. So maybe that's um, um, ignorance is a mother of bliss, right? So like, I'll just think that it's just me and my homies on this live. No, it's just you and your homies that are talking on that live. It's a million other people who are watching that live and you are going to have to explain what it is that you just did, right? Well, which is why we're having this conversation. So I think that trying to be blissful, blissfully thinking that, you know what, I just got everything, you know, privatized and that, no, it's, you're larger than that. And, you know, like I said, it's not like I want to smack the man on his hand because he's a grown man. He's not a child. He has to learn these things. He has to take inventory. It's just like when you, when you come from a background where there's, let's say there's alcoholics in your family. You can either say, well, there's alcoholics in my family, and that's why I'm an alcoholic. Or you can say there's alcohol, uh, alcoholics in my family, and that's why I don't want to mess with alcohol, right? So it's like you make choices. You make choices in life, and he has a choice. And right now, that choice has never been clearer because I think three, three strikes, you're out. If you ask me, that's three strikes in a week. That's like three of these, uh, you know, uh, train derailments in, you know, three days. Something's, something's up, Ja. Something's up. That's a fact. Something's up. And um, I do got a question that I want to throw y'all away. Whoever want to answer it first, by all means, right? What role do we incorporate social media? Because um, clearly he was holding a gun on social media. Let's talk about social media culture for a second and how we look at social media and it's this tool to destroy ourselves. You know what I hate? I hate when people try to defend social media. Oh, it's this tool to help you grow your business. Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's really not meant for that. You know, it's not meant for you to be conscious, right? Yeah, we all know sometimes we get news on social media that we don't get news on mainstream media, but we do have conscious stupid people, right? Imagine being a woke stupid person. That's what social media makes. Woke stupid people. People that think they know what's going on in the world, but make stupid choices because of social media. You're woke stupid, bro. But I think when you talk about social media, it's really a tool designed to destroy generations. And I think John Moran, only being 23, he's part of that new generation. What role 
does social media play in this? And um, whoever want to answer that, by all means. You know, I think um, social media is a uh, has been since the last decade and changed two decades that um it's been a place where people's insecurities are now on the forefront. You could really tell who a person is by the content they post, by the the stuff they comment on. A lot of different things that people are doing now, and you see this little hints and bits of insecurities in everybody's content and how it thrives and how it kind of eats at the eats away at them based upon what they're posting, what they're doing. Um, there's some people that's really good at hiding it. There's some people that that they wear a mask all the time, so going on social media is easy for them. And there's some people that want to quote unquote keep it real, 100. They they what they're showing you their day to day life, and they they want you to, to experience that or see where they're coming from, rather to gloat about it, rather to, to show how tough they are, rather to show you know how sad things are, and you know that that's what social media is. You know, um, there's pros and cons to everything. You know, social media definitely has its pros and cons. People could show. Could say the heaviest cons about it. People could show the, the best pros about it. But at the end of the day, when we talk about John Morant and his utilization of um, social media, is just showing that he doesn't really have an awareness of what he has going around him. You know, he's just just posting things that he's doing. He's doing. You know, rather it's to show off or just to show his day to day life. And he's not aware of the the stuff that can impact his career. He's just posting it. I don't think it's a it's a malicious way. I don't think it's because he's he's trying to force his way out of a contract or whatever he's just posting just because he can't and that's just all it is it's just that people that are paying him top dollar between sponsorships ownerships the, the you know his organization are not fond of what he's doing because it's not putting on um the best image for them but also the Memphis Grizzlies in general what the hell is going on over there because it's not only John Morant getting suspended you got Dylan Brooks getting suspended you got um, Jaron Jackson Jr. talking crazy, all the other stuff. I, I'm, I'm watching like two, three years' time. If this continues to persist, they're going to put the focal point on Desmond Bain as the face of the franchise because you, I haven't heard a single thing about Desmond Bain yet. This man is a choir boy, apparently. He, man, he don't do nothing. That man, six days a week, he's working out. Sunday, he at church, back to working out again. That, that's all he does. So it's it's crazy how... The focal point now is with John Moran on social media. Dylan Brooks encore antics. He wants to push, shove, all this other stuff. This bad boy mentality that the Memphis Grizzlies have been showcasing the last two, three seasons is now starting to bite them in the behind. It's starting to look at the coaching staff. What are you doing? Why are your players just doing whatever they want? The ownership, what are you doing? Why are you not on top of this already? Why are you not telling John Morant you can't be doing this? Why is your PR team allowing these things to happen? Why is he in control of his social media? A lot of big stars are not in control of their social media. Why is he in control of just posting whatever he wants? So it's a lot of different things, you know, that's happening right now. That's a lot in question because it's not only John Morant, young kid making mistakes. It's about he's supposed to have a group of people around him to show him, all right, we're not going to do this, that, and a third. We're going to have this focal point. We're going to focus on this. It, it can't just be, yeah, John Morant, you are messing up in X, Y, and Z. I, I, I don't see that. I just see a kid posting what he's around. It's his awareness. He's, he's what's around him, his environment. I'm, I'm posting you. Posting to everybody in the world what I'm around on a daily basis. Zay, somebody in the in the, in the studio got to be like, listen, you can't do that. You know, Memphis Grizzlies are just the Raiders of basketball. Let me tell you that, okay? Or they're the bad boys of 1990 uh, Detroit Pistons, because right now <laughs> they they marketing teams like we need some energy over here. Somebody, everybody brandish a gun. 
Pistons won, 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 won championships. I mean? They're not. They're not the bad boy Pistons. They, they I think they they the bad boys in a different way. The bad boys were the bad boys because they were rough on the court and they wasn't playing. They were checking dudes. But over here, this is like bad, like literally bad boys, like bad MJ. You know, I'm bad. You know what I'm trying to be bad. Bad. You know, it's crazy. But um, and what you think when you talk about social media and athletes, right? Because we all know athletes carry a responsibility when it comes to their platform because everything they say has a mass effect on humanity what do you think that um more athletes should not be in control of their social media or do you think it's like yo it's your social media your choice just be smart and be wise with it well first let me let me just uh say this because i gotta address something um that was said earlier um I want to be clear with everybody. Dylan Brooks was suspended for that outfit he wore to the game the other day with the jean shorts and the vest. That's why he was suspended. So I just wanted to clarify that for all of your viewers at home because I don't think they knew the real reason why Dylan Brooks was suspended. So now that I got that out the, out the way. Kuzma uh, should be suspended too for all them funny behind outfits he be wearing. I mean, don't get me started. I'll be here all day with that. But go ahead, brother. Yeah, he got to be kicked out of the league. It's just too much with Kuzma. But, um, now nah, I'm not gonna listen. I I'm not gonna let grown people off the hook by blaming social media. I'm not gonna let grown people off the hook by blaming the upper brass on whatever respective franchise you play for. I can't I can't give you that as a as a grown, especially John Red is 23. That ain't that ain't no kid. That's that's a that's a grown uh man. So I can't give you no pass on that now. And and if I, if I, if I would want to put blame on anybody, I would have to put the blame on the elders that are around John Morant. I'm going to put on anybody because, you know, when I grew up, we was taught to not indict ourselves. So no, I can't put the blame on social media as a, now if he was 15 doing that. Okay. Then maybe. But as a grown man, no, nah, bro. Like I said, we was taught we don't indict ourselves on camera. Okay, these kids now, they want to jump people on camera. They want to rob people on camera. They want to trespass on camera. They want to vandalize stuff on camera and then post it to social media. But that's, Mess. yeah, that's like, you know, who's, you know, to quote my, my main man, TK Kirkland, who raised you? Because we just, certain things we don't do. One of them, you know, what comes behind you flashing a gun, right? There's, there's nothing really positive about you being on social media flashing a gun, especially for an NBA athlete who, you know, you have to realize the NBA fan base is 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 families. Yep. So you already, you don't already take an L, and then when you add on all, all the little stuff that you've been doing, you know, the, the past season and a half, Nah, bro. Like, I can't blame social media for that. That's you. You a grown man, and you need to you need to relax before you end your career before it really gets started. Now, I got a you question for Ant? you. Oh, go ahead. I got a question for Ant because he made a comment about adults. You know, his circle and adults, and you know, checking him. Now, my question to you is: You see, what makes this polarizing to me and surprising is the fact that when you watch the Grizzlies games, you see his father. John Morant's father at these games, loyal, like at these games, every single game, like you saw him with the, you know, encounter with Shannon Sharp. You see him all the time cheering on his kid. 
Like, do you think it should start there? Like, obviously, we don't know what John Morant's father is saying to John Morant, but doesn't doesn't it shock you that you know his father's at the game? You know, you see him with his kids. You know, John Morant with his kids. Isn't it shocking from that perspective or not? Um. All right. So let me give you, let, let let's let's look at it from from this uh, aspect, right? You got um, let's say the the Ball brothers, right? Yeah. So there you have a father who I would say is a very supportive father. Goes to games, been supporting these kids their their whole lives. Um, pretty much pushed them into superstardom. Helped them, gave them every advantage along the way. You don't see you don't see Lavar Ball out here getting in the getting fights on the sideline. <laughs> with with, Sh- with with Shannon Shaw, you don't see those kind of things. So I, yeah, I, I would have. Going. I see that's where you're going with this. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Lamelo brothers have their dad is like the Joe Jackson of basketball. Like he might he might beat their behind the scenes. We don't <laughs> know. Like he, I I feel like he's a little pushier than we we're giving him credit for. But uh-huh. I agree with you. I agree with you, and I think that um in that sense that you know there is a molding. But even we don't. And then, Ja, you said we don't know how he's molded. We don't know if he's cut off his family member. Some people you think might have a, a good family. And other people are, you know, like that base is there. And sometimes they're like, you know, come to my games, but don't talk to me after. We can't assume. We can't assume that, that he has that foundation. But what we can assume is that he knows exactly where he's at. And he has to assume that he has the power that he has. And he has to assume that position, I think. Otherwise, it's just going to be something that is constantly talked about. And then he'll drain out before he even hits his peak. And that's the scary part because he has so much potential. And I, I have a feeling that this young man, he is an adult, but he is still young and he has a whole career ahead. Look at, look at LeBron James. He's in his 40s. John Moran is 23. That's a, tw- that's a dub-dub on, on dude. Okay, so he has it in him, and he's got a lot of years to play in the NBA. Can he make it? Can he make it not just brandishing the gun, but can he make it without getting shot is the question. Now, I want to yeah. go back to that yeah. point. I want to go back to that that point, um, and because I kind of feel that I know where you're going with this, and you may not. Me, I'm a straight shooter, so you may kind of like set up the shot without it being. I don't know. I don't know how you, your delivery is going to come. But basically what I got, and um, correct me if I'm wrong by all means, bro. Um, basically, when you talk about LeVar Ball and his, you know, sons, right, and um, how he was there supporting his sons. By the way, I thought he wasn't appreciated that much. I thought a lot of people was like, oh, he's trying to pimp out his sons, you know, I, I trying to pimp on a, on a shine. And I, I hate it when people said that, you know, because he really cared for his sons. Do you think that John Morant's father, however, based on where you was going, is kind of living off his son's shine in a way? I don't want to say he's living off his son's shine, um, but I do feel like he also needs to mature still. And I'm and I'm only basing that off of the situation with Shannon Sharp, right? Because he involves himself in the situation after the fact, and you know, and Shannon Sharp ain't fighting nobody on the on the cause. It's not gonna it's not gonna go down, but if that's the example that I'm getting from my father, then yeah, it makes sense that I would be out here flashing a gun on, you know, on, on my social media while I'm, while I'm live, because you know, we, that's what we're doing out here. We just, we, we doing whatever we, we, we with the, we with the shits, so to speak, you know what I mean? So now I can't like, I can't, I can't expect for him to do better if I'm looking at that as the example. 
you know, because there was other ways that that situation could have been handled by him as the father in, in that situation to kind of even, you know, dilute situation. Not you now you getting in, in into it with Shannon Sharp. What you know, where's the example at? As all the statesmen. You know, I, I wanted to just comment on that real quick because uh, growing up, you know, I came from neighborhoods that a lot of my peers and stuff don't came and fathom, right? And I think a lot of people, you take the lessons that you learned in those neighborhoods with you, but you don't reenact them in the places you're trying to go. You don't bring it with you and go. You take the lessons and you apply them to the place you're ready to go so you know the discipline. It just seems like for whatever reason, John Morant is a, just utilizing everything he experienced in life and putting it on the court. He's not taking the lessons with it. He's not utilizing the web lessons. He's utilizing what he had to go through the lessons and showing it now. Like, you have to take those lessons of discipline, everything that, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be basically back against the wall. You got no uh, no margin for error not off the court. You can't, you can't do a lot of different things that you a lot of people you probably hang around could do. It's not the same value. Like a lot of things, like pointing guns at people, pointing lasers at people. The only people they're gonna remember is your face. You yeah. are gonna be the one responsible, not them. They're not gonna know who that person is. That person gonna be walking around the neighborhood, and you might mess around a couple more infractions. You'll be walking around with them. So you don't want. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to be remembered as the dude who had NBA talent but couldn't play because of stupid stupidness off the court. That's not the guy you want to be. You know they they ready. They still to this day talk about Gilbert Arenas gun locker room incident. They don't even talk about how lethal of a, of a basketball player he was. He, even dur- during the podcast right now, he's doing successful in his podcast as well. But they don't even talk about him as a basketball player and how lethal he was. They talk about the incident with him holding a gun in the locker room. And I just hope that five, ten years from now, we don't remember John Morant as the same thing. The guy who was just pointing guns in the IG Live. The guy who was pointing lasers at other teams or other guys and trying to fight young kids on the court because they want to be just like you. I just hope that's not the case when it comes to John Morant down the line. This is crazy because I think we should remember this on 99 Pod, that Nike is a gangster. Nike is standing with John Morant. They say we prioritize that John's getting the help he needs. We ain't going nowhere. That's that's, that's strange. They say stand right, stand by your man. I'm just Yeah, they let Kyrie go like like it was nothing. And it's funny to me because like because they didn't have the energy for Kyrie. Exactly. And another point, too, that I want to... the culture, hey? Once Kyrie said the world was flat, that was it. The sponsor's already on the yeah, yeah, like, he was after that. <laughs> right? I think for me, right? And, um, you know, Zay, you talked about Gilbert Arenas. We talked about Kyrie Irving and how we remember you for the flat earth comment. We remember you for bringing a gun to the stadium. But what about Carl Malone, man? Wasn't this cat a pedophile messing around with 13-year-olds? Okay, but yet we have him all over the All-Star game. All over the All-Star game. He was a judge for the dunk contest, a sacred event in the NBA. Why are we not keeping the same energy when it comes to this pedophile, man? I'm going to call him where he is, a pedophile, Mr. Pedophile Malone. Why is he able to just hang around the All-Star weekend and nobody talks about it, nobody cares? But yet we are semi-blackballing Kyrie Irving slowly but surely out of the league right now. And yet we are allowing the Grizzlies to say, I'm going to suspend John Morant and not the NBA coming and suspending John Morant. I want to answer that. I think that that's a that's a very valiant point And it's a big it's a big it's a big topic to talk about because those things are kind of like you scoop things under the rug if they've aged 
maybe it's because, oh, that happened so many years ago. That's just karma that happened so many years ago. Or is that a conspiracy theory? People start to kind of like sweep certain things under the, the, the rug if it's not current or if it's not something that they feel like they want to look into further. Or perhaps they're just not talking it. You and I think, John, we look at other sources of, of, of news rather than just the mainstream news. And the fact is, is that the mainstream news did not report on that. And if they did, it was a very, very short time spent. They did. And you know how that is. The saying goes is hot news is only hot news for a second until it's not anymore. Right. And so, and so with Carl Malone, that being wiped under the rug and then Kyrie Nike's like, Nope, because it had something to do with maybe something that they felt a little stronger about. I think that we should question this. Why is Nike standing next to Jaws? Because it perpetuates the culture that they think is the black culture, have a gun, be, be on, on IG in the strip club. We're cool with that. He just needs a little help. This makes me always think about the fact that the people who own these NBA franchises are nonetheless a little less of a, a notch above or a notch below a slave master. Because I, I, I don't think that that should be, that should be, have ha should have been handled the way it was handled if if Kyrie was handled the way he was handled. There's something there that tells me there's a little bit more of a priority in what the culture deems as appropriate and inappropriate. That's a very excellent point, bro. Because um, not to really get too deep here, because, you know, the time, you know, that we have on the show. But trust me, man, we really got real deep, you know, with me, the way how you just opened that up, because I think it's about where society is headed. You laid it perfectly for me. When you talk about where society is as a society right now, censorship, okay, um, freedom of speech, that's a big thing. But what the society right now kind of promotes, promotes like some of the stuff Carl Malone was doing. Think about it. Like I heard about laws that are trying to get passed in the future that allows you to do some of the things Carl Malone has done. So that's why it's not a problem right now. Right, or John Morant, right? We want to see black athletes make a fool out of themselves. We want to see that. We want to see you destroy yourself. That's why we give you the money we give you. That's why we give you the endorsements we give you. That's why we give you the social media we give you so you can be able to destroy yourself. And everybody else, that's not John Morant. Me, you, Aunt, you know, Shaw, Zabie, one child to go on this platform known as social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, you know, Twitter, whatever, to destroy yourself. Now it's up to us to be the ones to use that platform that we're on properly so we don't get caught up in the trap. That's what it comes down to. And John Morant, right now, he's getting caught up from the trap. He's probably in the trap, and he's getting caught up in the trap. And we're not, we're not trying to see that right now. We're not. You think, you think about it real quick before we head on out, because I know you guys got other things to do, and I'm just, you know, you know this type, type of topic really makes me excited to talk about. But, Zay, like, what do you think, like, you were mentioning about social media and the perplexity of it all. Um, the fact that social media is, it can be the weapon that is used, so to speak, as a sword in your own, in your own heart, you know, when it comes to what you could have been or what you would have been. And I think that the people who are watching don't necessarily, you know, they're, they're there for the entertainment. Ja, you, you hit it and you nailed it. They're there for the entertainment. And in fact, what I called, and these are my own words, is that the owners, sometimes some of them are, are, are a little notch away from slave ownership, is like they throw some money at them. Sure. 
A lot of these guys are billionaires. They throw a couple million here, a couple million there. That's a drop in the bucket to what they're going to make back through all the marketing, through all the jerseys sold, through all the tickets sold. It almost is like they don't care. Like when you think about it, you look at these guys, the people who are in the music industry, they give them a couple of million. For you, it's great because you never had that. And so for you as a John Morant or as a first-time new money musician, you're you're excited, you're ready to blow it. And they're just looking at it like, eating popcorn waiting for that bomb to blow off and they can get another guy in there and pay him the same much same money to entertain us all so if you don't if you don't think like the man the man is going to stick it to you and that's where i think we need to go and johnny is to know you to stick it to the man the man's gonna stick it to you real quick you know before we end right before we end off here um this john morant since the beginning of his career has been headlines Everything he, he's been done is broadcast as headlines, as the good guy, as the hero, as they say. Right now, we are witnessing the villain era of the headlines of John Morant, and it could get really ugly. It could turn John Morant into a good boy image to a bad guy image. Now, it, it could work out for him on the court where he could play it off as somewhat, but it's going to turn ugly. This is how the media turned on Kyrie Irving. At one time, he was the good guy. All on media. He was the, the guy, the good the, the good kid on social media. And then things turned for him. The media went against him. John Morant could have the media turn against him, and it could go really bad for his career this early. Because of these things that's happening right now are federal offenses if anyone else did it. Someone's getting arrested if anybody else was to do this. Pointing guns at minors, doing all these things. That's These fact. things that don't happen. Bring a first of all, bring a, a gun to the strip club. That ain't no regular guy doing that. <laughs> you can't be a regular guy bringing a gun to the strip club. That's not happening. So it's all these different instances early in his career where your team is fighting for to get into a championship. We're not even talking about oh playoffs for the Grizzlies. We're talking about a championship at this point with the Grizzlies. And these distractions are only causing headaches for the guys who are paying you top dollar. But it's also giving media something to keep asking you on and bugging you about for the rest of your career. That's something that he needs to get fixed immediately. This can't wait another two, three months talking about he needs to get help. No, he needs to get the right PR team, bring in the right people, the right spokespeople to clean this up right now because it could be disastrous for his career. His career can end before 30 if something like this was to continue to happen for the duration of, let's say, the season. It's, it's It's not a good look. Yeah, I think for me, and this is my last point, and um, I'm going to just give it to Ann and Shaw to bring us home on this topic. I think for me, when you talk about John Morant and the comment that he made about I'm fine in the West, right? Remember that comment? Um, Clearly, that comment came back to Biden because, um, you know, they slid down a little bit. Um, Kevin Durant came into the conference, right? Um, Kyrie Irving came to the conference, made that conference a little bit harder to try to come out and win. And now... We better hope that his actions off the court don't come back to bottom too. Um, and I'll pass it to you and Shaw. You could bring us home. Any last remarks? Um, well, I do want to say two things because I do want to go back to the to the Carmelo thing really quick. Um, with for one, one Carmelo is kind of a low key. You don't really see Carmelo doing much like outside. You don't really see Carmelo outside. Just so happens that they don't have too many Hall of Famers from the NBA standpoint in in Utah. You're pretty much going to get stocked in on Malone, um, and you know people did start to 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 speak out against it and 
you know, calling, I guess, for Karl Malone to be canceled. He shouldn't be allowed to judge the dunk contest. Um, but you know what happens is when it when that when that actually happened, one there were there was there was no uh, there was no criminal charges. Karl Malone didn't he, he didn't go to jail or anything for that. Um, you know, for sleeping with that with that child. Um, you know, none of that happened. It was more so of a, of a ch- uh, child support thing. They were trying to get money from Karl Malone, but he never actually like went to jail or anything so it's easy to for something like that to get swept under the rug until you know 20 years later when we find out Carl Malone got a son playing in the NFL and then it's become a big deal but when the story really came to light Carl Malone's career was already done long gone by by that time so at, at that point there's nothing really much that you you know that you're going to really be able to do to Carl Malone because he's not going to get in trouble by the law at, 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 at this point, um, you know, for, for whatever happened, which would have happened back then. And that didn't happen. So it's not going to happen now. Um, and again, he's not, how often do you see Carl Malone in a new, with a new endorsement deal? He really pretty much kind of stays out the way. And I would say because of the situation, because anytime he does try to do something, especially now when we're in the me too era, you know, they're going to come after Carl Malone. So he kind of stays to himself. Um, anyway, um, and yeah, and this in regards to John Morant, John just got to get it together, man. You 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 better use this and and take a strong look at yourself, check yourself, and focus on playing basketball. Um, because at the end of the day, John Morant has not accomplished anything in in the NBA. His his resume is what an All Star appearance or two. That's it. That that ain't nothing. So I'm gonna pass it to you to bring it home. Well, I think that there is a lot of dimes that have been dropped in this episode. I think a lot to take take home and, and consider if you're watching this and you are either in the league, if you're representing one of the guys in the league, or if you're just a fan of the league. I think it's a lot to chew on because, see, what we're, what we're addressing here is several things. We're addressing the culture of social media, the, the rise and the fall that we're watching on social media because it is very live and very right now. We're also watching the, the HR, the PR, the marketing of these leagues, what matters, what's going to make money, what's going to take money. The league hasn't kicked jaw out. The team has, maybe the league's like, and eh, that's just part of their culture. It's fine. This was not, you know what I mean? Maybe if he beat a girl in the elevator, it'd be different. I'm not sure. But what I do know is that, we're talking about one man. One man has a lot of power. What do you do with that power? I think right now is a time to focus on the fact that he didn't get there alone and he won't leave there alone. He needs to find he needs to find the right circle. He needs to find his faith. Hopefully he's his his faith is in God because God is going to answer all these questions for him. And, and, and also just to uh, understand that, you know, there are children watching him, you know, and that these children are going to be the future and they're going to watch him brandishing guns at a strip club on Instagram. It not only is that cringy, it's, it's a trap speaking of it's a trap. And so I think that we need to erase the culture of the trap life and go, I've made it here. Now let me see what I can do to show these, the youth, you know, that not to say that he has to be perfect. Everybody needs to be who they are. 
part. Just understand that when you are at that level, your Instagram, no matter how close and tight you keep your social media, there's still millions of people peeking around the corner trying to figure out, watch you slip or watch you, you know, bang. So either way, I just, I wish him the best because again, I'm a big, huge John Morant fan. I think he has so much talent. I think that he could get in the record books like LeBron James, like Kobe Bryant. I truly do. I think physical. Then we're going to watch this guy do a lot of stuff in the future. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to head over to halftime here. A little intermission before we come back for topic two and three. And Sean Michelle, before we head there, if you want to plug yourself in, by all means. Guys, thanks again. It's so good to see you, Zay. Very good to see you. Thank you for those those dimes you drop. I really enjoy listening to your take on things. And it's a pleasure. I just want to jump to the screen and give you a hug. Da, I appreciate um, your I appreciate your savviness. You are just so you know who to get on the show to talk the right topics. And you're to me, boss. You got everything it takes to be on top and i think you would not drop the ball like john moran i think you have a solid foundation i think your parents did a great job raising you and it's an honor and a pleasure to be here so thanks again for having now, me i appreciate the you good words man I'm a... w... oh yeah sorry about that you guys can check me out on wtf land your radio show that's on spotify it's on audible it's on anywhere you can find your podcast is wtf landia radio show with char michelle and i hope you enjoy some of those political, politically savvy episodes. Listen, man, I'm going to sleep good tonight, man. Those comments going to make me sleep good tonight. I'm going to just let everybody know that, okay? But um, thank you for coming on, Shaw, and always I'm looking forward to the next collaboration we do. All right, you guys have a fun rest of the show.